is the word of God. It is the word of truth. A working knowledge of this Bible has the power to make me free. I declare I'm free because I read the word. I continue in the word. I meditate on the word. And I do what the word says. For the scripture saith, whom the son makes free is free indeed. Are you free this morning? Hallelujah. We declare December our month of trophies. Say trophies. And we are saying that trophies is winning souls. Tell your neighbor, we are winning souls. Amen. Ask your neighbor, do you have one sheep for the Lord since the beginning of the year? Ask them, ask them, have you, have you brought somebody to Christ the whole year? Wait for an answer. Don't, don't be in a hurry. Ask them, ask them, ask them. You look very nice, but have you brought anybody to Christ? Hallelujah. Why? They can't answer. Tell your neighbor, it's not late. By the end of this year, you must have some sheep. Hallelujah. We are saying that, and when he had found it, he found it, he laid it upon his shoulder, rejoicing. So your trophy is what you have brought to the Lord, which is a living soul. Amen. So let's go to uh, chapter 15 of Luke, from where is our key text and our key scripture. I won't read from the beginning, but let's go to verses 4. If you are there, say amen. So what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, does not in the light, nine, 99 in the wilderness, and go after that which was lost until he find it. Verse 5. And when he had found it, he laid it upon his shoulder, rejoicing. May joy come into your life in Jesus' name. May for the joy of a soul, this year you would celebrate in Jesus' name. For bringing somebody, talking to somebody about Jesus, may there be a reason for you to have joy. Unspeakable, that is full of glory in Jesus' name. Verse 6. And when he cometh home, say when he cometh home. Say it again, say when he cometh home. So every sheep will end up in a house, not on the dining table, amen. But he'll become part of the household. And there are certain things that when you come into a house, you expect to happen. So let's read that verse again. And when he cometh home, say when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Hallelujah. May you find some sheep that is lost. God's sheep that is missing. May you be the reconciler of them back to the house. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. I've prayed already. Now, we've been dealing with various parts of this chapter. And today I want to continue from where I left off in the book of uh, uh, Luke 15. Where I left off last week. Talking about coming home. Say coming home. So my subtitle is coming home. And last week, I talked to you about code yellow. Say code yellow. If we bring sheep into the house and there is no order in the house, the sheep that was lost will go back to where it came from. And so in this season, we are bringing into order structures that will cause the house to be peaceful so that if any sheep comes in, the sheep will find a place of repose, a place of rest, a place of pleasantness. A place of joy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because you see, when, when one of the things that destroy churches is gossip. Gossiping. You may not like it, but we know we can't completely eliminate gossiping, but we can reduce it. Amen. <laughs> You're not saying amen. You don't like my message anymore. 
Gossip is a great destroyer. You'll be shocked. I'm going to show you scriptures that will blow your mind. When you have, go to a place and people talk, whispering, tail-bearing, it's a very dangerous thing. I was with the proprietor of a very top school in Ghana here, one of the top schools. If you count the first three schools, it's up there. And she was trying to get a loan for uh, her school. But the school is a missionary school from America, and the rate for the banks is about. So I was telling her that why is it that she's not started the project? But she was telling me that she had to go and take a loan from Ghana, which is about 33% per annum, and she can't do it. And she told me a very interesting story that, you know, somebody who was close to her was working with the husband, went and went to report her, the wife of the pastor, because he's a missionary chief. Things that were not true, and because of that, they withheld funding. But the sad thing is that when the parent church abroad realized that what they told them about this woman was not true, it was late. Everything had been destroyed already. And so the woman called back and said, look, she's very, very sorry that she didn't know the whole fact that somebody came to whisper to them. And that is the reason why they are where they are here today. Amen. I've spoke to another very top guy construction, they are into construction. One of the biggest firms that they do a lot of warehousing structures. Two brothers. They were doing so well, but suddenly now they don't talk to each other anymore. They don't, they, 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 the company has collapsed. They have become enemies. And as he was telling me, so I couldn't understand. Why did your company collapse? Why? How is it possible? Then she began to tell me that the, their wives began to talk and gossip, cross-talking, and the thing began to affect the company, and they began to fight, you know, the whole thing. And a major firm came down. I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. So listen, don't take these little, little things for granted. That this guy doesn't talk to the brother. They don't talk at all. The company has collapsed. They are having lawsuits. They've taken them to court. And they are in serious debt, millions of dollars. Why? Because of these little things called talking behind somebody's back, offense. And these are the things that if you don't resolve in your house, we don't resolve in the church. When sheep come in, they will leave. I said they will leave. And all our labor outside, it won't matter because the house is on fire. And so my assignment this morning is to set in order things that will cause calmness, peace, and joy to abound in the house. Let me hear you, amen. You remember last week I told you that one of the things that the house should experience is rejoicing. Say, and when he had found the sheep, he bringeth him rejoicing. Say rejoicing. So rejoicing should be our portion. And rejoicing is premised on repentance. So anytime you hear God's word and you repent, you change your mind and you change your attitude about something, there comes joy and rejoicing in the house. So as I'm preaching, you are changing in Jesus' name. As you are hearing what I'm saying, it is going to bring repentance because you are changing your mind. How many of you are changing your mind? Are you sure you are changing your mind? 
Yes, and as you change your mind, it will engender joy in our camp. Glory to God. A time is coming, we wouldn't even have to go outside for evangelism. People will come here and they will find a family. And when they enter this, they say, I sense oneness and unity in the house. And then they themselves, like uh, the madman of Gadara, he will go and bring people from 10 cities. This is my assignment this morning. Somebody shout amen. Now, he said in the book of uh, Luke 17, he said, but as for offenses, it must come. So as long as you live with somebody, expect it. The problem is not the offense. The problem is the wisdom to handle the offense. Because a lot of us, we don't know what to do. But the Bible has set out what we should actually do when somebody does something to us that we don't like. There is a blueprint. There is a structure. There is a laid out system to deal with conflicts, disagreements, offenses, and those kind of things. Because these are the little foxes that destroy the vine. Hallelujah. Now, let me shock you with a couple of scriptures that I, I just got down. Thank you, Lord. Now, this is uh, some translations of various scripture readings that I've compiled. This is, uh, I think I can read all this, Proverbs 16, verse 28. It said, a dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. A perverse man spreads dissension, and a gossip divides close friends. Now, listen, look at me, everybody. When Bible said that when he got home, he called unto him his friends and his neighbors. Say friends. And what? So in the church, you are only permitted to have friends. I'm not saying that everybody can be your friend. Not everybody can be your friend. But if somebody is not your friend, the least that person can be is a neighbor. Say neighbor. Not an enemy, not a competitor, not a rival. So friends and neighbors. Now, look at what the scripture is saying. He said, a whisperer, a gossiper can divide you huh, into two without you knowing what happened. It is the silent destroyer of the things that we build. It is the silent destroyer of anything that you are building. Hallelujah. King James, look at what he said. A forward man soweth strife and a whisperer, say whisperer. Why is it a whisperer? Because the person is not talking to you direct. And in Ghana, we have this culture. I don't know where we got it from, whether it's locally brewed or we inherited it from the English, where we don't like to confront issues, face issue one-on-one, -on -one, go to the person and say, this is what you did. I don't like it. We don't like that. So we'll go and tell our friend. And then this person will hear from that friend and say, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. This is what happened. So God is telling us that there's a way. We are going to deploy it in Jesus' mighty name. We are not going to do it according to our culture. We will do it God's and the Bible way. Let me read some more translations for you. New American Standard Bible. A perverse person spreads strife and a slanderer separates close friends. So they've used the word whisperer, slanderer, gossiper. Let's continue. NASB. A perverse man spreads strife and a slanderer. Legacy Bible, Standard Bible. A perverse man spreads strife. A whisperer separates close companions. Christian Standard Bible. And a gossip separates close friends. 
and a, this is Holman Christian, a gossip. Who separates friends? Who separates friends? Gossip. No gossip will survive here in the name of Jesus Christ. God's word. A devious person spreads quarrels. A gossip separates closest friends. So go and look at your documents. Your friends that you separated from. When they see you, somebody went to tell them something that you are not even aware of. And then they began to give you a cold shoulder. And the, and the whole relationship, you are sitting there and say, ah, how did this thing end up like that? You are shocked. This is Bible talking. Somebody went to whisper something about you that you didn't know. Let me read Young's literal translation. A forward man sends forth contention. A talebearer is separating familiar friends. Amen. Wow. So God wants us to have friends. Hallelujah. And especially in the church. Now, if I'm your friend, I don't expect that I'll become your enemy. Never. That's why we are prescribing these things so that we will know what to do. Praise the Lord. Take your Bible. Let's go to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18 and verse 15 quickly. If you're there, see I'm there. He said, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Between who? And him. Between you and him alone. Why is the Bible emphasizing that when there's a matter between two, let it remain between the two? Because three is a crowd. This is Jesus' words. He said, let the matter remain between you and him alone. Praise God. So we are decoding the prescription for resolving issues and conflicts. So the problem is that a lot of people, when somebody does something to them, they can't go and talk to them. Learn that thing. Let me hear your amen. amen. I, I believe that your boss would really appreciate it if you come to him and say, boss, this thing that happened, I wasn't sure about what, you, what, what, what was it about. It really kind of robbed, robbed me on the wrong side. Your boss will, wow, he will want to work with you because he's seen that you, you talk straight, you are not crooked, you are not perverse. Because if you do that, you are doing the thing God's kind of way. Are you following what I'm saying to you this morning? Instead of going to cry on a friend and reveal everything to that friend, you are making a big mistake. If you don't go to the person who did what they did to you and confront it, confrontation is better than gossip. Thank you. I got one amen. I guess you're all quiet because you, have, you, you have done some before. Amen. So you can't say amen. Hallelujah. Have you seen it? He said, let the matter remain between you and him alone. In fact, you'll be surprised that what the person probably said, nobody even heard. Nobody even took a cue. But you are so offended and you are going around talking, talking and polluting the group. Spewing foul, foul language because you didn't know what to do. But today you know what to do. Let me hear amen. amen. Can I come down? I say you know what to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what the Bible scripture is. So learn it. Tell your neighbor, learn it. Amen. So if I, had an, if I have an issue with Mrs. Sechi, Mrs. Sechi should not be afraid of me so much that she can't come and tell me. 
That's cowardice. You're a coward. God doesn't like working with people like that. And then you made your face very sad. And then Janet will say, ah, it's like your face is like sugar has been left for three days without being warmed. And your face has nyinyad. Do you understand nyinyaring? They say, ah, is it not pastor? Look at what he did to me. He, he embarrassed me in front of anybody, everybody. He said, oh, pastor. And then her friend will say, oh, eh, why the two, the two of you, why are you so sad? And your pastor. Then before you realize, this little matter has spread, has spread all over the place. And everybody is looking at this particular person in a funny way. Meanwhile, the person didn't even know that he has done anything. Do you know some houses, when they are talking, they are as if they are fighting? Uh, let me help me preach, can I? You know, when you enter the house, you your house, you talk with like three decibels. Hello, everybody, how are you? Coffee? Come and clean the table. What's up your Coffee? Coffee? You have not cleaned the table. Come on. Because the people, if you say coffee, they don't hear. <laughs> they need a certain level of decibels to respond. So the person may have spoken to you based on how and you, you, you can't accommodate it. And you are fled. Smoke is coming out of your nose. Your ears. Even your eyes is puffing smoke. Because somebody talked to you. Please, it's not like that. The way the person grew up, they shout in their house. And so the shouting is not meant to offend you. It's just the way they talk. I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. That's why Bible says that there should be repentance every now and then. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So he says that go to him and when, now let's look at the other version in Luke 17 and verse 3. Go to Luke. Luke 17. Please, we uh, apologize for the, we, we have our air condition which can cool this place, but for some reason, Satan has conspired with our enemies, hallelujah, to do us in this morning. But we are, we are managing, aren't we? It's not like this. I, mean, I remember last Sunday that we, we didn't have full power here. But God is good, hallelujah. Now, Luke 17, verse 1. Please, look into your Bible. We are, we are, take your Bible and look into your Bible. It said, what? What? 17, verse 1. Let's read verse 1. He said unto them, the disciples, it is impossible. Say impossible. Come on, I can't hear. What is impossible? Now, Bible says that all things are possible. It's not what the scripture says. But there are some things that are impossible. So it's not everything that is possible. Like offenses. Say, me, I... I by the anointing, I declare offenses shall not come. I, with my eyes only shall, have, shall I behold offenses. It shall not come nigh my dwelling. I stop it by the blood and the anointing. In the name of Jesus, I wreck firewall. It will come, whether you like it or not. It will break the firewall. It will break the blood and come to you. Jesus himself said, I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. And you have opportunity to be offended. But remember what he says. And when you remember what he says, and you apply his word, you will solve the problem. And the place will be full of peace and joy. Are you hearing me? Let's continue. Said, uh, it's impossible that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom the offense comes. Now look at me. When you read further, 
When somebody says, I'm sorry, forgive me, and you refuse to forgive the person, you have become the offender. Can you imagine? So in the kingdom, it's very possible that you that have been offended, you rather be the person that you have to hang the millstone around and dump into the sea because you refuse to offend, forgive. I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. So when somebody offends you and you feel so hurt, and the person, you know, some people when they are saying they are sorry, because the way they say it, if you are not careful, you'll be angry the more. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This small thing to what, what, what? And if you are not, the way they will say it, it will infuriate you the more. But when, as soon as the person says, I'm sorry, it is your duty and obligation to forgive that person. Oh, they didn't hear what I said. No matter what they've done to you, it is now on you. The onus is on you now to say, I'm, I'm forgiving you. This is the word of God. I said, this is the word of God. Not your culture. This is God culture. And I'm praying that this church, everyone under the sound of my voice, if you do this, you will do very well in life. You will not have baggages of 10 years, 15 years ago. Things that people have done to you. Some of you spiritually, when we see you, you are bent over with a load as high as the ceiling. Today, may it drop off you in the name of Jesus. As you hear the word, anything that is difficult for you to let go, the anointing will cause you to let it go. To let it go. To let it go. To let it go. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Where were we? Matthew 17, right? Now, go to verse, verse 3. Take it to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. Do what? Do what? Now, when you do something and we rebuke you and somebody talks to you directly, don't take offense. It is the Bible. Hallelujah. It is always better that you talk to people directly than to go behind their back. If you're not able to do that, you're a coward. You're a what? It is always better. Receive the anointing for that life in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, if thy brother or friend Rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. As soon as he says, I'm sorry, do what? I can hear, do what? Verse 4, and if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee and say, I repent. Thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt. If the person does the same thing to you, the same day, seven times, and he says, I'm sorry, you are obligated to forgive the person. Now, if you don't want the person to keep saying sorry, remove him from the place that will cause the offense. That's all. If you remove him from the place that he's continuously causing the offense, then you have solved the problem. But that is not applicable in marriage. Come on, I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. The marriage, no, you are, you are together, cry. So, arm yourself with weapons of forgiveness not weapons of war. In your arsenal, I should see one million missiles of forgiveness armed there. Come on, I'm preaching better than you are saying it. So, pastor said, eh, if remove the offense, you can't remove your wife. You can't remove your husband. Now, there's a limit to which that may go. Are you following me? There's a limit to that. That's not for today. You can't be a punching bag and every day they punch you, say, I'm sorry, then they let they, they, they. Did you hear what I said? If you can handle it, that's your business. You like to be a punching bag, that's fine, that's you. 
I mean, I, I like my face. How many of you like your face? You see, I can't dislocate. My nose now, they've broken it many, many times. I would like you to mess it further. But if you enjoy broken noses, you can continue to forgive you. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's between you and God. Amen? So, are you seeing what I'm saying? God is going to help us. So this is what he says. So this is what I call cold yellow. Cold yellow simply means that let the matter stay between you and the person. Nobody is supposed to know. Are you hearing me? Now, let, let me just dwell a little bit on the forgiveness thing. Because, you see, he said, if you have faith, he said, verily I say unto you, look, Mark 11, verse 23, if you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things that thou said they shall come to pass. Ye shall have whatsoever ye, ye whatsoever ye what. Oh, I can't help. I can't hear you. Oh, you don't know that scripture. Ye shall have whatsoever you say. Amen. Now, but there's another kind of faith that is not you having whatsoever you say. It's you forgiving whatsoever happens. It's another level of grace. Ah, I'm preaching better than you are saying it. You always want to claim things from God, but when it comes to forgiveness, you need your faith to increase because some of the things that are done, you know that it's not easy. And I don't stand here and pretend that forgiveness is easy. Do you have some witnesses here? If you've not been offended before, you can sit tight, but some people here, they are still dealing with issues 17 years ago. When they remember the matter, tears begin to well in their eyes. Today, they are anointed. Mm. I said the anointing. Yeah. I said the anointing. Yeah. That is able to remove stains. It's coming upon you right now. It's coming upon you right now. It's coming upon you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, shout a big amen. amen. Say cold yellow three times. Two. Three. What is cold yellow? Cold yellow is a system of dealing with crisis conflicts, offenses, whereby you go to the person who offended you. They might not know. You are the one offended. You go to the person. And then when the person says, I'm sorry, the matter stays between you and the person. Is that right? Uh, clap your hands if you hear what I say. And last week, I told you, if you are married, it's probably one of the best ways to resolve your issue. Amen. You have to try code yellow until it works. Because the next code is called orange, which we are coming into. Somebody say big amen. amen. But before then, let's go back to our scripture text. Hmm. You know, the Lord, the disciples told Jesus, increase my faith. You need your faith to be increased. Put, put, a, picture, put a picture of the sycamore tree on the screen. I want to show you the root structure of a sycamore tree to blow your mind. That's a sycamore tree. The root is stronger than the tree. Now, let's go back to our other scripture. Is it 18? Is it Matthew 18? Help me. Is it Matthew 18? Okay, let's go back to Matthew 18. Look at what the Bible said. Verse 1. Verse 15. Okay. So, verse 15. Now, let's go to 16. But if he will not hear thee, 
then take with thee one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Say code orange. Say code orange. Now I'm looking for, I need, I need to talk about the sycamore tree before I proceed. Go back to Luke 17 verse 3. I want to see, show you where the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. Take, take your Bible. Open it. Take your Bible. Little, I'm also opening. Luke 17, and verse, uh-huh, verse 5. Look at verse 4. And if you trespass against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee and say, I'm sorry, I repent. You shall forgive him. You shall what? Now, verse 5. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Who? Apostles. Apostles, when we talk about the fivefold ministry, the apostles sit at the top. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. Hey, if you're a church member, dear, may God, <laughs> I don't know what you do, you should geometrically increase your faith in Jesus' name. Now, the apostles needed their faith to be increased. That's what he said. He said, Oh Lord, come on, say, Oh Lord. Oh, say, Oh Lord. As for this one, it's too much for me. Lord, I need your help. Increase my faith. Say, Lord, increase my faith. Say three times, Lord, increase my faith. Two, three. In Jesus' mighty name, shout amen, shout amen, shout amen, shout amen. He said, increase my faith because some of the issues. First lady was telling me a story about a very good friend. I know her. And she was having problem with her sister-in-law. And the sister-in-law would, you know, do things to hurt her so much. And six months before she died, she called the first day and told her that, Auntie Nada, this one will never forgive the woman. Big fan channel. What she has done, I can't forgive her because. So she vowed that she will not forgive. Six months down the line, she died. Where do you think she's going? I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. I showed you the video of uh, that pastor, Daniel Ikechuku, who the wife slapped him. The wife slapped him, and it was Christmas time. And he, so he decided to visit the village to go and give some things to his parents. And then when he comes back, he will deal with the wife. You what? Deal. Same as I said, deal. So as he was coming from the, the trip, he was calculating how he would punish the wife. Yalla kapatiasa. I was there. He was swearing and saying, if I get this woman, she slapped me, I will show who is the man. As he was thinking that his break failed, and he was on the valley, he died. I've shown the video here many times. When he got to heaven, they told him that if you are to be judged today, you are going to hell. And he said, how, 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 how? He said, because you were calculating how you deal with your wife. Forgiveness is our greatest war. Not binding and losing. Forgiveness. Come on, say forgiveness. forgiveness. When we say Christianity is hard, sacrifice is this one of them. This is one of the main things. Forgiveness. Right, thank you very much. I'm preaching better than you are saying amen. Forgiveness is hard. That's why the, the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. May God increase your faith today. May God increase your faith today. May God increase your faith. Something is coming that will rattle your whole foundation. Mm, 
you will want to say, is this thing happening to me? Yes, it's happening to you. But there's a way out. The anointing to forgive. God is releasing it on you right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So let's see what, let's see what he said. He said, increase our faith. Wow. I want us to read this. Luke 17, verse, go to verse 6. And the Lord said, if ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this sycamore, or sycamine tree, huh, ye might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. You what? Say that, that same anointing you used to command cars, command the wife, command blessings, command that job. He said, you, you must, if you want, this time it's not command things, to uproot a sycamore tree. Where's the tree? Put it back. You, the anointing to command, use it to command. Because the root is the offense. Are you seeing it? You see, offense, you don't see it. Hello. <laughs> you are smiling, but inside, the network of rooting system, Charlie, complicated. But you don't see. But you are smiling and laughing cool like that. But inside, roots of bitterness and offenses. I'm preaching better than you are saying it. Hey, may God uproot it in the name of Jesus. You are seeing this thing like that, but the person is smiling. Hello, how are you? But inside, if God showed you an x-ray, this is what you see. Connections of roots, and the roots are connected to one another. It's not easy to pull, to pull out. God said, tell the Lord, increase my faith, increase my faith. Talk to God, say, Lord, increase my faith, increase my faith. Young girl, 19, someone said, doesn't love you, you're going to take a rope. Ah, he said, I don't love me. <laughs> don't love me. No, no, don't love me. You're going to hang yourself. You don't have the anointing. Receive an anointing today. Why are you not coming to church? The girl said, You don't love me again. So what? You need an anointing to uproot a tree like that. Say, if you have faith, like a master, you say, Offense! I command you wherever you have entered, come out. This is self deliverance. Receive an anointing. Instead of commanding things to happen, command offenses inside you to be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Shout a big amen if you hear what I say. That's it there. May God increase our faith as we are going along the line. Things will come at us that will, you know, tempt you. And sometimes you really want to, but remember the scripture. If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will tell that offending party, I remove you from my mind. I remove you from my emotions. I remove you from my desires. I remove you from my very being in the name of Jesus. And Bible said, as you are saying that, that offense will be rooted out and then you will become free. I release you in the name of Jesus. So faith is not only for commanding things, it's for removing offenses. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. So let, let, me, let me close. 
Say code orange. Say code orange. Now, when you try to resolve the matter between the two of you and there's no way out, the person does not agree. Then you have to scale up the whole thing because you want an answer. Are you hear what I'm saying? Then Bible says that if the person will not hear you, take with you to, this is verse 16, uh, Matthew 18, verse 16 or 17, take with you two, so that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. Are you hearing me? This is the only time that you have to take the matter beyond the two of you because you are not finding resolution. Amen. Amen. So you have you've escalated the whole thing to cold orange. Are you hearing what I say? Cold orange. Come on, say it three times. Two. Three. Now, anytime you have a situation, you see, delineates, dis, dismantle and deconstruct it into these codes then you begin to know what you should do. It's a very simple thing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So he said in the mouth of two, this way you bring somebody into the picture. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Now, if the person says they will not agree, then you say, okay, look, I'm going to tell Max, I'm going to tell Chris, that it looks like between you and I, we are not having any solution. I have to let him know so that we will see what we will do. Are you seeing? But you don't just go and report the matter without telling the person. Because now you put the person in a very difficult place. Are you following what I'm teaching you today? Now the person will have to call this person and say, oh, but you have to tell the person that look, it looks like, this. No, I'm going to tell our family head. I'm going to tell my shepherd. I'm going to tell my pastor so that he will know what is happening. Amen. So that when your pastor calls the offending party, the person already knows that you have told the person that you are going to tell this matter. Because sometimes you put the leader in a very difficult place. He doesn't know how to go about the whole thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Praise the Lord. So when you informally inform the person that this is what, then it is easy for that person to come in. Hallelujah. This is where you escalate the matter to. Another story. Then you bring somebody who is trusted, somebody who is not a gossip. I say it's not a gossip. I said it's not a gossip. Choose wisely. Because the thing is between you, now you brought somebody, the matter has tenny. Okay. You are very young, except for baby Kutiari. You don't know that song. Hallelujah. So you bring somebody who is respectable into the matter, and then you take it up from code red. Are you following what I'm saying to you? Praise the Lord. If you came to tell me that somebody has done something to you, I would ask you first, have you gone to the person, and have you tried to resolve it yourselves? Say, yes, I've done all that I can. And I say, okay. And you are not getting an answer. Okay, so have you told the person that you are going to tell me? Yes. Then I can come in. Praise the Lord. Now, if you don't tell the person, you, will, you are going to make things very, very difficult. Somebody say a big amen. amen. Come on, let me hear your amen. amen. Thank you. This is where you bring somebody and then you begin to discuss the matter. The Bible says, 
in the mouth of two witnesses, a matter is established. In other words, listen. So the same way the person behaved towards you, if you bring the other witnesses and the person persists in the same way he's behaving, then you know there's a problem. But if you come in and the person with your gravitas and your weight, you're able to resolve the matter, then the matter stays there. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing how the whole thing is escalating? Because sometimes you bring somebody into the picture because they respect the person. Everybody makes amends and the whole thing is resolved. Hallelujah. When it is resolved there, the matter ends. The matter does what? I'll stop here. Next week when we come, we'll talk about code red and code black. I'll talk about code red, code black. What you should do at the third stage and the fourth stages. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed this morning? Stand on your feet. Lift your hand. Talk to God for a minute. Having unforgiveness. The Lord brought you here for a reason. Something great is about to happen to you. But until you let that sycamore be uprooted, you will never experience it. Somebody took some job from you. Somebody undermined you in a very wicked, callous way. That you find it hard. The Lord is giving you grace. Lift your voice and begin to pray in the name of... Somebody went to undermine you in the office. Talk to God. Release, 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 release. Oh, somebody pray. Release. I release you. I release you. I release you. I release you. Now, this question keeps coming to my mind. Okay, somebody's asking, okay, if you hear that this is what somebody's saying about you, if you hear somebody talking, they ask this, hey, these are the things they are saying about me. What do you do? Number one, try to locate who the person who is telling you. They should tell you where they heard it from. Amen. The person who told you, hey, this is what I heard. You heard from where? So if you have the nerve and the temerity and the God so should spot to tell me, then you should be able to tell me where you heard it from. Now you ask the person, who told you? If the person said so, so, and so, then you go, you go to the person. This is what I, are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Now, if the person doesn't say they won't disclose to you, say, I'm going to report this matter to pastor or shepherd so and so because this is what you are telling me and then we will have to resolve this matter. And then you trace the matter to the root and kill it. I said, kill it! Your marriage will not be destroyed. Your friends, some friendship here, God has ordained it a lifetime. It will not be broken in the name of Jesus. The trust you have for some people, some people, they don't come to church because of things like that. They say, I will never see the door of a church. But today, the Lord is releasing the roots. I said the roots of the strong sycamore tree. 
Ah, another window of opportunities be open unto you right now. Shout amen three times. Two. Three. I see God bless you and promote you in the name of And I've seen that you will never be promoted until you overcome these kind of things. Speak in tongues for the next 30 seconds. Hello, Maradiaco, Balaviriaba, Shalele, Swarabanes, Regadet de Cosim Brava, Iparadas, Paradisacapayaka, Ratecadosa, Paliadaba, Retecapaladosi, Kaleadaba, Rabalaba, Recatecaparadosa, Kaleadabaca, Recatecapadusa, Aparadiacataca, Recatecapadusa, Kalakatayaka, Recatecapadosa, Hallelujah to the land, to the land. Oh, go, go, oh, go, 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 go,
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. Amen. Please take your